We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, it's kind of funny you put all your stuff in a recycle bin, at least in some towns and villages, to save on landfill space. Where the hell are these EV car batteries going to end up? Oh, I'm sorry, landfill space. Uh, anyway, where are you on electric vehicles? The Buffalo Auto Show is going on, and my understanding is they've got a whole room dedicated to EVs, electric vehicles. And I'm going to tell you, as long as I don't have to buy one, I am not going to buy an electric vehicle. It will not work with the way I wish to live. Okay, and who knows, maybe Texas and Florida will secede from the United States and we'll have a free country we can actually move to at some point. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And if you have an EV, um, I'd I'd like your story. You might love your EV, and that's cool, because I think you should have the choice to buy an EV. But I wouldn't want you to ram an EV down my throat any more than you'd want me to ram an internal combustion engine down yours. I think you ought to have the choice. For some of you, an EV is what you need. Uh, but by the way, this industry is heavily subsidized by the government. He- by, I'm sorry. It's heavily subsidized by you and me and our tax dollars. Uh, let's get back to the calls on WBEN. What is this, Canada Day? Uh, here is uh, Brandon in Scarborough. Brandon, you're on WBEN in Buffalo, USA. Hi, I just wanted to say that uh, I first off that I enjoy your show. It always brightens my drive to work. Uh, and second off, uh, on EVs, uh, you know, a lot of the times people portray EVs as like this silver bullet solution to the climate issue that we're going through. But, I, you know, for the reasons that you've said on the show, uh, that it doesn't uh, satisfy everyone's lives and lifestyles, uh, probably not mine, at least as it is now, being the drive that I have to take to work every day. Uh, and also the limited amount of uh, resources we have with these uh, rare earth metals and the fact that a lot of them are in China, uh, it's, uh, it's not a silver bullet solution. And so when they do things like subsidize electric cars, uh, the purchase of electric cars that you and I are paying for, I think that that money could be better spent on things like improving public transportation or at least just making it safe. Because in Toronto, where I live, I, I have a vehicle, but I take the transit around town. But there have been some, uh, there have been numerous high-profile transit safety incidents, stabbings and uh, people being pushed onto train platform, off of train platforms. And, you know, we could be spending the money better. Uh, to make public transit safer 
and uh, better. Uh, ridership hasn't recovered since before the pandemic in Toronto. It's about 60% of what it was, and they could spend money to, you know, decrease our carbon footprint in that way. That would be a better use of the money. And decrease our carbon footprint to what end? Because I don't know if, if you're aware of this, because when you started off the show, you stated um, climate change as if it was a man-made thing because of carbon, to which I retort 12,000 years ago, you and I would both be talking to each other under a mile-high glacier. Climate change happened, yeah. melted the glaciers, oh, yeah. formed the Great Lakes, formed the Niagara River, the Niagara Escarpment. So these, these people who say, who, who, who talk about man-made climate change apparently never heard of the various ice ages and the formation and the recession of glaciers, which were brought about by climate change before man could even have any bit of a footprint whatsoever. So I reject your original premise that we have a climate crisis. Mother Earth is doing what Mother Earth does. Right. Okay. I... I... Okay. Uh, I mean, I was just assuming, I was going along with, uh, you know, what people say about that, but okay. Yeah, but use uh, your own common yeah, sense. Just, use your own common sense. We were all taught this, yeah. and suddenly we're not, we're ignoring what we were taught. Yeah. I'm just, I was just calling to say that I agreed with uh, your point that EVs do not satisfy everybody's lifestyles. Certainly not mine, uh, right as it is right now, and that when we spend money on subsidizing electric cars, I think it could be spent better in other ways. No, I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to yell at you. I wasn't trying to be. I wasn't trying to be rude. On your show today, and thanks for having me on your show today, and I will continue to listen. All right, Brandon. Thanks. I wasn't trying to be rude uh, when I said I reject your original premise. Uh, it, forgive my raucous tone. That was not addressed at you. It was addressed at people who take that as a given that man has influenced climate change when I know that climate change has been happening ever since the earth came into being. It's what it does. Yeah. Uh, thank That's you. True. I thank that you very true. much. I appreciate it. And you know what? If everybody in America went all green, Okay, everybody. How about China? How about India? Very populous countries. They they gonna go along with this? I think not. <laughs> I mean, really. Um, and again, read up on geologic history and the Niagara Frontier, and you'll find out that hey, Bowerly's right. Twelve thousand years ago, there was a mile high glacier over my house, and climate change happened. Before any smokestacks appeared or anybody was driving around in BMWs or Chevys. And it happened because it's just what the earth does. And as I've often told you, England in the year 1000 had the same climate as the south of France does today. It's a meteorological, climatological period called the Little Optimum. So those of you who are into weather can look that up and find out that once again... I am correct. So this presumption that we're helping the environment by going all electric, I think it's based on a false premise because these people never heard of the Ice Ages. Uh, let's go to Greg on a cell phone on WBEN. Hello, Greg. Hello, Tom. Uh, this uh, uh, information was, I thought, relative to your uh, discussion. Uh, reading in a newspaper before how crypto 
has mining companies that uh, take too much electricity, and and that's why uh, cities and towns don't want them in their in their area. I was wondering how much uh, electricity is used by data storage and and data processing. And so I looked it up on the web under this uh, topic called the conversation by the University of Portsmouth. And it said, just one sentence I'm going to read to you. It said, uh, here it is. It said, about 110 years from now, the power required to sustain this digital production will exceed the total planetary power consumption today. So even though that's in the long range, it, it must be getting bigger and bigger as, as the years go by. So uh, we need even more electricity than we need for electric cars. And who's going to give up their cell phone? Uh, people freak out when they leave it at the bar. Nobody's going to give up their cell phone. Cell phone is the new crack. It's the new heroin. Right. So I just thought I'd add this to your topic. Maybe somebody else has something to say about uh, this information. All right, Greg, thank you very much. Uh, obviously, this is a recurring theme, not just on this topic about electric vehicles, but the whole let's ban new natural gas hookups after 2030 in New York State. Where are we going to get this electricity? You think it's just you flip a switch and it happens? Uh, how about no? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, let's go to uh, Joe in Amherst. Joe, you are on. Can I interest you in an EV, sir? Well, Tom, uh, thanks for taking my call. I, I don't have any problem with an EV. It wouldn't be for me. And I think your point on having a choice is, is paramount here. Uh, but one of the points I wanted to make, and you just mentioned natural gas, um, you know, as we focus, the government wants to focus on EVs. Uh, we forget about, or they forget about, that diesel fuel makes the world, the country, our state uh, run. I mean, agricultural equipment, all the trucks that are running up and down the thruway every day, um, you know, school buses, all the heavy stuff out there, construction equipment, all runs on diesel fuel. And as you move away, try to move away from that fossil fuel, um, you're not going to get batteries to run, you know, combines and all these over-the-road trucks, nowhere near the amount of energy that we're using every day to, to make this country and this state run. And so I think it's, you know, it's foolhardy for the government to move to something so quickly without thinking about what the impact could be in a much bigger scope. Um, people are worried about, you know, grocery costs and the cost of eggs when it's costing you three and four times the amount to move things around the country in short supply, um, your impact on your economy and, and all the goods and services that we uh, rely on every day is going to go through the roof. So uh, just another impact um, that I don't know that we're really thinking about until, you know, we get to 2030 and there's no refineries in New York State anymore because, you know, who wants to open a refinery if the government's in bed with EVs? Well, uh, at some point, it, it's going to become impractical to get oil out of the ground and refine it into products that we can use as consumers. I don't know when that point is going to be, and I, I can see the price of gasoline going through the roof. 
for for a number of reasons, and this 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 concerns me. It scares me in the long term. Do you think there's any validity to the idea that they're trying to limit the mobility of the American people fundamentally? This is about control. Uh, it's certainly possible. I haven't really thought about that in in, in any in any depth, um, but. You know, there's definitely control that they're trying to implement in, you know, what we're doing. And uh, when you start ramming EVs down people's throats and saying you, you have to have one um, or you won't be able to buy a new car after 2030, um, it's certainly not practical in many levels. You've brought many of your listeners have already brought up a lot of good points about how you're going to be able to charge this, where the energy is going to come from. I, I don't think it's it's thought through, and any time the government tries to force something to happen that's not naturally evolved, um, you tend to get a lot of dislocation in, you know, everything from supply chains to way of life. It's going to have a major impact on everybody in the state for sure if they continue on the path that they're going down, and I don't think it's, it's clearly been thought through. Uh, obviously not, but again, that's uh, that's politicians. And how many of the politicians who are lobbying for EVs actually drive EVs themselves as their primary uh, form of transportation? My guess would be most of them absolutely don't. Uh, Joe, thank you very much. Uh, very interesting call. And yeah, the supply chain situation is not um, is not loosening up. And I brought this up a couple of months ago, but never in your lifetime. Did you ever expect to go to a pharmacy and be told your medication is not in stock, the supply chain is the issue, we don't know when it is coming in? That's not a first world country. That's a second world country. Maybe a third world country. When you cannot access the medication you need to treat various conditions and it isn't coming in, they don't know when it's coming in, you are no longer a a first-rate country. Maybe we could just send more to Ukraine. Uh, back to the calls, 803-0930, or we could just mind our own business and get the hell out. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Maybe America first, never hurt nobody. Uh, you're on WBEN, uh, Scott in Chictawaga. Hello. Yeah, I was watching uh, Cruz, Ted Cruz, talk to, uh, he was interviewing somebody and actually called him a liar. Because, well, they wouldn't answer any of his questions. But they, when they finally uh, did answer the question, it was just a spin around. Um, he stated that the reason, uh, the, the biggest decrease in emissions was because we were using more natural gas. That's the biggest percentage of dropping uh, the carbon emissions. I mean, doesn't electric use coal? Yeah, like 65% of the power in this country is produced by coal. Right. And the big thing is a lot of people are going natural gas instead of electric, and you get like a a, a big boost by the um, the companies for, for the emissions uh, control to give you a, a bonus for it. Well, you get a tax uh, credit that we pay for. Yeah, a tax credit. Businesses yeah, get so tax credit for putting in charging stations, big big-time money. Yeah, so why would you want to stop natural gas? That's like our best thing. Well, I, sir, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't Today's know. discussion is about uh, motor vehicles. It's not really about the, the natural gas appliance ban kicking in in 2030. We're kind of keeping it to EVs. 
I don't want to be the yeah, gas I, range station. I got a I got a V eight Hemi Challenger, and there's no way I'm gonna <laughs> switch to sold electric car because I don't want to sound like a refrigerator. I'm just not into that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't like want to start my car in here like my refrigerator starting up. <laughs> you know, I, that's not my thing, man. <laughs> just not my thing. <laughs> Hey, see like little ice cubes coming out of your exhaust. All right, thank you. Go. All right, yeah, thank ice cubes out of the glove box. <laughs> thank you very much. All right, <laughs> don't want my car sounding like a refrigerator. All right, um, actually, aren't aren't electric vehicles pretty much silent? It seems to me they're 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 silent. I, I don't know that they sound like a refrigerator, but it was a funny line. I'm not gonna not gonna lie. Caught me totally off guard. I'm like, ah. Uh, by the way, meteorologist Andy Parker is going to join us at uh, five uh, after the five o'clock news. Talk about this uh, cold and snow we're going to get tomorrow. And I do encourage you to fill up your gas tank tonight uh, because you know what happens when it gets super cold. First of all. You really want to stand outside tomorrow to fill it up? I don't think so. Uh, let's go to Kathy in Orchard Park. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I came across uh, a concern expressed by the National Transportation Safety Board. These batteries that can get you 300 miles are like two to 3,000 pounds. That's way heavier than um, a regular car battery. And they're saying when you get into an accident with these EV vehicles, you have a greater chance of death because of the difference in weight. And also, um, I wonder how much resale. I mean, now if you have a used car, it has value if you try and sell it. What do you have left when your car is basically a battery on wheels and it's, and it's dead? What do you have left? Well, see, this is a question to which I do not know the answer. How long does a car battery actually last? Because most of us turn in our cell phones when our cell phones don't hold charges very long. Are the same issues that going to happen with these car batteries? It's it's likely, and then then that's the old landfill issue, and that, that we're just creating the next environmental um, problem. It's yeah, doing. Uh, I, I think that, you know, that has come up before today. I appreciate uh, your call, Kathy. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, I'm going to continue this after uh, 3.30. Electric vehicle or not, where do you stand on EVs? If you have an EV, God love you. You made the choice to get an EV. It works for you. I think that's awesome. For me, hell no. I do not want an EV, and I don't want an EV jammed down my throat. I only have room for one car in my budget. Well, all right. I, one car that I want to pay for in my budget. I don't have room for an EV so I can go around town and then another car so I can go cross country. I, that, who needs that? It's just not very money efficient. Cars typically are a bad investment anyway. Typically. <laughs> all right. It is uh, Bowerly. Well, I mean, I, oh, I've heard horror stories. Just, just horror stories. Anyway, we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line. Connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Alrighty then. Every one of my friends stiffing me tonight. Thank you very much for that. It is 3.37 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Ha! Welcome. It is uh, Bowerly. <clears throat> and uh, the Buffalo Auto Show is underway. And I understand they've got a full room set aside for electric vehicles. And I got into a discussion today. Somebody in the automotive business, by the way. And I, I said, look, I, I'm not just against EVs. I am ferociously against evs i don't want an ev you could offer me a free ev and say this is your car and i would say no it is not take it back i don't want it that's how much i personally do not want an electric vehicle that being said if you do and are driving an electric vehicle right now um, i would love to talk to you i really would if you drive an electric vehicle, look, I think you should have the choice to buy an electric vehicle. It absolutely should be a choice. But why do some people want to take away our choice to buy an internal combustion, gasoline-powered, or diesel vehicle if that's what we want and that's what uh, fits our particular lifestyles? So if you have an EV I'm not going to beat you up. Why would I beat you up? That is your call. That is your choice. And I believe that you absolutely positively should have the freedom <clears throat> to make that choice. Okay? The electric vehicle. I do have some questions about it that uh, I, I would like answered, to be frank with you. But they're not going to be mean and nasty questions. There's no reason for that. But... Um, most of the people calling in today, in fact, every every single person calling in today um, does not want an electric vehicle. And this idea that we're going to phase out internal combustion, gasoline-powered vehicles in favor of electric vehicles, um, I don't see how you're going to do something like that without starting a real revolution, not just a so-called insurrection, but a real revolution, because it is my belief, and it really resonated when I heard this somewhere, and I don't remember exactly where, that uh, Henry Ford didn't sell cars. Henry Ford did not sell automobiles. Henry Ford sold freedom. Henry Ford sold mobility to the American people. You didn't have to rely on how many miles your horse could get before you had to rest it. The future, your road, your old silver highway 
was your place to be for as many miles as you wanted to go and as much gasoline as uh, you could afford to put into it. Um, it's, uh, it's freedom. It's, it's mobility. And the idea, and I've expressed this many a time, um, I'm rather fond of Cape Cod. Now, I don't know why I'd want to go to a place like Cape Cod or, for that matter, Vermont. I just I, – I, I like it there. I wouldn't want to live there, but I think it's kind of cool, okay? Provincetown is like this unique it, – it's the best spot for people watching in the world. It's the best spot for whale watching in the world, and I like whales, and I like people who are a little bit different. So um, I like to go there, but it's a 12-hour drive from where we're sitting right now if you're listening in Buffalo, New York. And I can make that 12-hour drive by stopping to fuel my car uh, maybe once or possibly twice from the tip, giggity, of Cape Cod, just the tip, um, to Buffalo. I I can do that. I haven't done it in the car I drive now, which gets pretty good gas mileage. But uh, I don't need to stop every 300 miles to charge the vehicle. And I can just imagine those of you with children, and the small uh, small children, on a road trip, okay, you're on a road trip, the kid finally falls asleep, you got to stop, charge the car for a half hour. Your kid wakes up, miserable. You know, there's something great about driving, putting children to sleep, right? If, if, if you're a parent or you've been a parent of little kids, the car, I don't know what parents did before the automobile. There was uh, one night... And actually, this was in Vermont um, when my daughter was very, very little, and she would not shut up. She would not stop crying. So like any good parents, we gave her Benadryl. No, like any good parents, we got her in the car, and we just drove until she fell asleep. And then everything was cool. Everything was totally cool. I mean, we thought about Valium, we thought about Benadryl, but that would be irresponsible, so we you know, took the car instead um, and drove along some dark, deserted Vermont road where deer could have jumped out at any moment. So, but, but given a choice between that risk and the risk of getting people in the uh, hotel angry with us, we thought that would be the uh, lesser of two evils. So can I interest you in an electric car? Because, quite frankly, <clears throat> I will buy an electric car Only when that is my only option. And I want to know about you. I've got no interest. I want want to be able to fill up a gas tank in four minutes like I did the other day. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And if you have an electric car, I I would like to hear about your experiences. Good, bad, ugly. Um, one of these individuals, uh, these evil people, is calling right now. It's uh, John on a cell phone. John, welcome to the show. Appreciate you calling in. What are you driving? I am driving a Chevy Volt. It is a 2018 model, and I had one uh, previous to that. I've had two of them now. And what made you buy an electric vehicle? Well, this is kind of a special vehicle that Chevy stopped making them, and I wish everybody would get into this. The gasoline is not an instantaneous, you know, lop it off and let's go all EV. This car has a gas motor with nine-gallon gas tank and gets 52 miles to the gallon after my first 55 miles on a charge. So I go back and forth to work, charge on either end of it, 
and I put a drop of gas in here in every month and a half. But if I want to drive to California, I got all my way stations all the way, gas all the way at 54 miles a gallon. And they stopped making them. You know, you got to want you got to wonder why. So, uh, I I don't mean to be ignorant, John, but would we call your Chevy Volt a hybrid? Yeah, I guess it would be. They have different ways of um figuring them out. Sometimes the gas motor goes to a generator that drives the electric motors in the wheels, and then sometimes this one has a transmission where the electric motor and the gas motor go into a transmission and it balances between the two. So I can accelerate around a, a semi, uh, you know, zero to 60 in like four seconds. Okay. Uh, well, that's, let me see, hybrids, uh, I, I'm a lot less radical when it comes to hybrids because I think hybrids are, are, are a good idea, um, personally, because it, it kind of combines the best of both worlds. So I, I'm not... I'm not as, uh, how do I say, set in my ways about hybrids, which sounds like more of what you have. Now, this is the second one that you have purchased. Is that correct? Purchase or lease? Purchase. Purchase. I got 80,000 miles on it. I drive uh, 120 miles a day to work and back. Dude, that is insane. Yeah, well, yeah, but it doesn't hardly cost me anything. Like I said, I put gas in this once every month and a half, except in the cold weather because the motor has to run to heat up the uh, antifreeze and all that stuff. Well, okay, here's here's this kind of a stupid question. Many towns and municipalities um, actually have laws about not warming up your vehicle in the driveway. Do you worry about that? No, because it's got electric heat and engine hot water heat for the cab. It has a heated seat and heated steering wheel, and it only um, comes on automatically when you're driving. When I'm sitting here in my uh, driveway before I leave, I don't pre-start it because the steering wheel and the seat warm up so fast. I gotta tone it down because it's all electric and it's very efficient. Uh, the Chevy Volt, uh, and this is your second one. Yes, sir. What happened to the first Engine one? Red. What happened to the first one? Um, I traded it in. I had 110,000 miles on it, and they gave me such a good deal on it that. I got the second one. Tell us about the tax benefits that you got for buying an electric vehicle. I think it was $2,500 at the time um, that you got at the end of the year. The tax lady had to put in for it. So you get that one time for both vehicles. Isn't it? I think it's like 7500 now, if I'm not mistaken. Well, yeah, it went away and then it came back. Like all of the solar stuff you could get basically for free for your house. And now that's gone, and then now it's coming back. So everything, they're just not figuring it out in a logical way so that things aren't extreme. They just want to go extreme. We need to work our way into this. Get the Volt going again where you have more vehicles that can have a small gas motor like a generator, and the wheels are driven. The wheel itself is the electric motor. See, this, this is really efficient. interesting. I mean, it, it, you know, when you're talking, call me a conspiracy theorist, tinfoil hat-wearing psycho, but I'm thinking to myself, I wonder if the Chevy Volt was such a good car they didn't want to make any uh, anymore because what you're, what you're describing sounds pretty cool. Well, it's kind of a niche where you have to live within so many miles of work to go strictly gas or strictly electric. And if you live within that, confines of that like city driving you might not charge it every other day or every third day and there's nothing wrong with having solar 
to charge the car. It all has to do with where you're using it. And then again, if I want to go from here to California, there's gas pumps all the way there. Yes, sir, there, there certainly are. Now, as far as solar, um, today marks the first time I have seen the sun in several weeks. How does that work for you if you've got solar uh, panels? Well, it's a percentage game. It just won't charge as fast. Yeah, because it's been kind of dark and gloomy uh, in western yes. New York. I mean, I don't up think... Up here in western New York, yeah, up in western New York. But the, the thing about it, what we really need is we need storage. We need to be able to store all of this free electricity off of the wind, off of the sun, and it's just not ready for production yet. Give it 10 more years. Let's have some of these cars that are gas-electric hybrids. Let's keep things going the way they are. You know, and it's good. If it's highly efficient, and you can run these cars off of uh, liquid natural gas or propane, but you need the mix. You need to put it all together. So just um, uh, tell me something. Do you worry that in the event uh, of an accident that uh, you might be at extra risk? Well, this car is essentially a cruise, and it's very low to the ground, very efficient, and this thing drives like it's on rails. It's just zero to 60 is so fast. I can beat a Corvette off the line, I swear, but I wouldn't have tires left. But, yeah, if I was in an accident, I have a gasoline motor in front of me, the firewall, and the battery is the tunnel between the front seats, and it's a T underneath the back seats. So the weight isn't as high as an all-electric vehicle that needs to go 300-plus miles. So would you, at this point, uh, forgetting about what 10 years from now might look like, would you right now buy an electric vehicle, an all-electric vehicle? I really don't think the infrastructure on the telephone poles can fit it, can handle that. If everybody did that, there's no way it can handle the load. Plus the heat, we make all these houses heat, like Holkel says, and we make everything, you know, all-electric heat, all-electric charging. There's just not enough infrastructure strong enough to handle that yet. I'm driving by telephone poles right now that you know that wire's been spliced and connected so many times and there's no insulation on it and it's thin. It's just not possible to do it yet. See, that Chevy Volt gives you so much time to look at the wires, you're doing like electrical repairs in your head. Well, yeah, that's what I do. John, that's super cool. Um, great call. Uh, I guess we're going to call your vehicle more of a hybrid um, yes, with, with your permission, you know it better than I do. I thank you, yes, John, and uh, many happy miles with your car. When this Volt gets to 110000 and you want to trade it in, what do you think you're going to buy? Well, I'm going to let this one hopefully go to like 140, 150. We'll see what the battery tells me about it. Then I'm going to look online for a used Volt that some little <laughs> old lady from Pasadena drove and there's a lot of life left in it because i love these cars thank you jan and dean uh, that was a good call um <laughs> john thank you very much i, I appreciate it uh well it's very see very interesting call i mean the guy loves his chevy volt but not a true electric vehicle um and he basically you talk about brand loyalty that guy is very brand loyal now i've been driving the same car for about five years i've got forty six thousand miles on it <laughs> I don't I don't drive that much anymore. So my advice to you uh, is, and I'll be texting my kids this very shortly, um, if your car is half filled with gasoline now, fill it up tonight. 
I mean, fill it up on your way home. Because do you really want to be freezing your you-know-what's-off tomorrow, standing at the gas pump with the wind howling, wind chills well below zero, putting gas in when you could do it now or do it this evening before the really cold air comes in? I think not. So please fill up your car now or this evening. Don't wait until tomorrow because the thought of you at a gas pump freezing your off is is more than I can really uh, more than I can really take. Uh, we've been talking. <laughs> sorry, we've been talking about uh, electric vehicles, and uh, I-, I don't want one. I never want an electric vehicle. Uh, I I just I don't. Uh, it it does not fit with the way I want to be. Now I might have forty six thousand miles in a five year old car because most of my driving is to and from work and in the general area where I live. But there are times I do take a long road trip um, and end up with a flat tire in the Adirondacks in one of the most miserable weeks I've ever experienced in my life. I will never go to the Adirondacks again. Um, thank you very much. I want to thank the big spike in the road by Fort Drum for ruining my vacation. 803-0930. Uh, I'd like to hear from people who have all electric vehicles uh, as well. Uh, or we can switch gears and talk about some other stuff. Uh, Lauren Fix is going to be on with uh, David Bellavia. Lauren Fix is the car coach, and you can catch her tomorrow. She's on every Friday. I uh, was at twelve thirty to one with David Bellavia here on News Radio nine thirty WBen. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.